0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry, and the poem today is entitled Finally. A privilege and an honor to finally meet you. How many times have I walked right past you, while deep down inside I wanted to get to know you, of course, on a more personal level, but I didn't want your job to get in our way. Your energy, charisma, and personality are oh so very attractive to me. I may choose to stare too long, so instead I look away, and don't get me started on your smile, it hypnotizes me. It lights up a darkened room, making me want to slow dance with you. It demands my undivided affection as I am longing for all of your attention. I know that I was pointed in the right direction when my eyes pointed straight to you. Please give me a chance to get to know you. I'm so glad to finally meet you. The pleasure is all mine. So as most know, Well, you might not know, depending on when you're listening to this. (laughs) So today is February the 13th of 2021, tomorrow being Valentine's Day. Excuse me. And I, ever since my youngest child was born, have not had to spend Valentine's Day alone by the grace of God. Um, So yes, I already have a Valentine's Day date. (laughs) It will be my child. Um, However, I am longing for that moment when my king arrives and when he will be my valentine. And like, I'm not anxious at all. I'm just excited about the future. And it's something about knowing and believing that one day this too shall pass. And just anticipating how that would be. Um, I saw a a really small snippet of a video with um, Sierra and her husband. And it was for Mother's Day, actually. But I loved how he incorporated his children into the whole equation. Just to minister love to her. And then also how when she awakened, I believe she walked, maybe it was the living room. But there were roses all around everywhere she went. There was like a dozen roses. It was beautiful. Probably more than a dozen because, you know, he's up there. Russell is. (laughs) So um, as I watched that, I was like, see, it pays to wait on God. This is my opinion. Um, Because I could orchestrate things and try to expedite the process and end up Being involved with someone who doesn't take ministering love to me seriously, um, who only does what is required to gain my attention and my affection and then drop the ball. But that's not what I want. I want someone who understands um, that I want to be celebrated, that I desire to be celebrated, and that I'm going to love celebrating him just as much and where the emotions and the feelings involved are reciprocated. I just feel like that is so imperative, Um, you know, for you to find your frequency partner, your purpose partner, someone who can catch your vibe and understands you and the fullness and essence of who you truly are. I just think that that's a beautiful thing and I've witnessed it. And maybe because I've witnessed it, that's allowed me to see that it is attainable if i am patient and yes patience is definitely a virtue and so i do truly believe that there is a man my true husband that is designed specifically for me and i am designed specifically for him and that even in the course of our learning each other that it won't be hard work that we will be able to do it in a gracious way to where even the things that I may agree to disagree with because of the love that I have for him, it won't seem like such a job. It'll just be something that I do for the wellness of our relationship and the betterment of him. And so that is something that I'm looking so forward to. However, I know that there is still work to be done concerning me. And I'm really okay with that. Like, I'm I'm loving the person that I'm becoming. I even paid attention to how I have dealt with my grieving process. And I remember there was a pastor that stated that these are certain phases that you want to see your future spouse go through. One, how they handle money, how they handle themselves when they lose money. Um, whenever they have lost a loved one in their family. Um, and then it was, I think, a couple more points. I just can't remember them off base. However, um, I paid attention to how I processed the death of my grandfather and how I've um, also processed bad news. And I can see the growth in myself. Not tooting my own horn, just stating facts and so even in the grieving process the fact that i was able to articulate how i felt the fact that i was able to communicate how i felt when i felt it um even when people were checking on me being completely transparent at what phase i was in my mourning um, i believe that that is key and i also am grateful for my coach i actually have a coach her name is savannah shout out to savannah and she is a wellness coach. However, truth be told, y'all, I really believe that she serves more of a purpose than just being my wellness coach for my weight loss. I She has truly been instrumental in just helping me to view things in a different light. And that's probably why I'm not as caught up in people pleasing any longer is because I'm learning through my coaching sessions that I am so important my well-being mentally physically emotionally all of that spiritually is so vital um, because it's not about me but at the same time I am necessary for the growth of those around me my children especially and so being able to bounce off ideas and being able to process emotions and to have someone who is not judgmental but allows you to hear your voice and allows you to sort those situations out and compartmentalize those situations so that when you look at the bigger picture, you are able to heal in an effective manner. And so. I'm grateful for my coach because had I not, I believe this is just my belief. I believe had I not had someone to bounce off some of the things that I was going through, because even though people that are close to you, they try their best to be there for you, it's just a different. It, I don't know. It's something about having a third party who is not in your in a relationship with you, so to speak. You know, that's not family, that's not friends. That's you know well, they could easily become a friend, but where they are so neutral that it allows you to truly view things and state things from all, and see things from all perspectives. And then you come to a conclusion. And so um, I went through the process of articulating what my grieving was going to look like. I went through the process of literally trying to figure out What was going to work best for me and then communicating that and then allowing her to feed it back to me to let me know what it sounded like. And I found peace in that. And I'm starting to realize that that's the avenue that I want to travel. In the past, that was the road less traveled because I was not seeking peace in a lot of situations. And so drama found me every chance it got in my past. But now what I'm noticing is that in my present, that I'm constantly seeking peace. I'm constantly seeking ways to keep a peace of mind and then playing out what it would be like if I did this or if I did that. And which one felt more at ease, which one made me feel more serene when I'm counting up the cost and this is something that I wasn't doing previously and so not only has it transcended from the view of food it has transcended into my relationships my communication It's certain conversations that I ought not to have um, because I know that when I'm dealing with certain people whether it's intentionally or unintentionally I may be vexed in the conversation so what i've noticed is that i will avoid certain conversations so that i can avoid being vexed in my spirit and that that is leading down a path of peace that surpasses all understanding and so it feels good i even feel good knowing that tomorrow is valentine's day and not feeling any ways tired or any way like there's no emotion there other than I want to celebrate my child and I'm grateful for that because in times past whenever certain holidays would come up and you would see certain posts and people showing what they got from their loved one and showing what they received from this loved one and you know it would make me I can only speak for myself feel some type of way if I were not involved in a relationship at that time I don't feel that way anymore I am happy I rejoice for those who have found their purpose partners who have found the loves of their lives. I am truly happy for them and and I love to watch how men love their wives and I love to watch how wives love their husbands because I'm taking notes, honey. I'm taking notes. And so although I'm still going to operate in my authentic self, I can learn a lot from the veterans. And so I'm constantly aware, constantly watching What can I learn from you? How is it that you minister? Oh, y'all keep going on dates. I love it. Oh, my. okay. like my aunt and my uncle, for example, they go on dates. They have Friday nights that they go on dates. And so I think that's adorable. And even though COVID-19 has hit, that just makes you become more creative in your dating. And so I admire stuff like that. I have a real dear friend, Stephanie and her husband. Um, they go on trips and I'm talking about they have traveled the world um, in the course of their marriage. And I just love that. I love to watch certain relationships blossom. I love to watch how the husbands minister to the wives and how the wives minister to the husbands and how the, I have watched the two become one. And it's just a beautiful thing to see because when I see my One of my best friends, when I see her, I see her husband. When I see him, I see her. Same with my aunt and my uncle. When I see him, I see her. And when I see her, I see him. And I just think that that's a beautiful thing. I feel like that's what, whenever you become one and whenever you enter into a union, I feel like that is what it should look like. And I don't know. I'm just encouraged by it. So I'm excited about what my future holds in my singleness, I'm excited about the journey that I'm taking. And I'm excited about finding my own voice, making my own choices that give me peace. So this is going to conclude my podcast on today. (laughs) But before I end it, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And it is dated February the 13th of 2021. And it reads... Dear future hubby, no matter the outcome, I trust the process. So I wanted to take a moment to speak life into your life. You, my king, are worth the wait. You are beautifully and uniquely designed by God just for me. There is no comparison of you to my past. When God breathed into your lungs and gave you life, he smiled Your journey thus far has not been in vain. You will be the sunrise in my sunsets. You will be the one, you will be one of the main reasons why I smile. Just because. You were born to win. You are more than enough. You. Your eyes are the windows to my soul. Your presence demands honor and respect. My desire is to serve you. I look forward to the day when the two of us become one in the Lord. I see your smile in my dreams and I haven't even met you yet, or have I? Only time will tell how our love story begins, yet I will continue to honor you in your absence while remaining abstinent. I love you, love Teresa. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day, and please do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself, because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Bye.